Hey y'all, welcome to episode number two of Realizations. Go ahead and grab your water and let's kick back. Let's learn. <laughs> Today we're going to talk all about roller coaster emotions. That's right, roller coaster emotions. Let's take a drink to that. Cheers. I don't know about y'all, but my entire life, I have had very big emotions every which way. And it was so bad that it got to the point where I felt like they were running me more than I was running my own life. I was very much in my feelings <laughs> quite often. And I didn't learn this word until recently. A good friend of mine sent a book. She's a wonderful soul. Love her. And she messaged me out of the blue and just had been seeing things that I had been saying. And she said, uh, don't take offense or anything, but I want to send you a book. I think it would help you like it helped me. And I love that. I absolutely love it. Um, nobody has ever sent me a book before like that. So it was cool. I loved it. And I got it. And it's this book right here. Codependent No More. I read this book and from the first couple pages, I felt personally attacked. <laughs> if I wasn't currently doing it, I had done it at some point in time in my life. I didn't even know the word codependent or codependencies or any of it, codependent relationships. I didn't know what that was. And when I read it, it was absolutely shocking, <laughs> shocking. It's all about, and it says it right here. You can see it um, as the subtitle, how to stop controlling others and start caring for yourself. That's exactly what it is. So when we're in a codependent state, that is when we really let somebody influence the way we feel. I actually remember having a conversation with my mom one time and I said that I hated when I would get into a relationship because all of a sudden it wasn't about me anymore. It was about them. And she was wondering what I could possibly mean by that. And I said that they always influence my day and my emotions and how everything went for me in my life. So if they were in a bad mood, they put that onto me. Even if I tried to keep having a you know positive outlook and a, a good mood and just having a good day through it, it wasn't a good day because they were weighing me down. And I felt like I had never met anybody that was up the way that I was, who wanted everything to just be so good and easy the way that I did. It felt like everyone wanted to choose the hardest route. They wanted to hurt me. They wanted to put me in a bad mood. They wanted to dump on me and tell me how things were my fault. And up until I read this book, I 
I mean, I had gotten better over time. But up until I read this book, I realized I was not taking any responsibility for my part in any of this. Through reading this book and going to school for coaching and just helping others along the way, being more aware, I've realized that this is a lot of people. And you don't know until you know. So I am here to give you a little bit of light, to shed a little light on this word, codependency. I think of it as roller coaster emotions because if you're around a bunch of people and it's high energy and it's fun and I don't know, everybody's just in a good mood, you tend to flow with that and you follow that and it's fun and it's free. But then when things are low, you take on everything and you feel it for them. And what I realized I was doing, I talk about this in the first book, The Accident. I realized that when I was helping people and it didn't feel like I was really helping anyone because nothing was changing. I was just taking on all of their stress, all of their feelings, all of their emotions. And I feel things on such a fierce level. I took it all on, like it was my job to help them fix it or to fix it for them. And I realized what I was doing is I was basically just taking them and trying to drop them from right here all the way over here and leave them because I have my own life. I had things to do. So I couldn't just stay over here with them. I needed to teach them how to get there on their own because it wasn't my responsibility. And I was taking on their hurt and pain in a way that they weren't even taking it on because it wasn't meant for me. So for me, it was too much because I already had all my own traumas, all my own things to deal with. I didn't have room to take on anyone else's and that was for a reason because it's not mine to take, it's theirs. When we love people, we just want to love them back to life. We want to take all their pain and sadness and show them how great they are in our eyes, how much we love them and respect them. We want them to feel about themselves the way that we do them. And the way we think that we do that is by just removing all of it for them. But that's what makes their story. That's what makes their journey. If Marco would have came in here and just taken away all of my trauma through all of my life, I would have just relied on him more. And then if anything happened, I wouldn't know how to function. We're not supposed to rely on one person. We're supposed to build together. We build individually and then we come together in that sense as well. We need the freedom to be individuals. And we cannot do that if we are too highly codependent on each other. Sometimes that can look like, but it's love. We just love to be together. And that's okay. You can love to be together and you can love to do all the things together. 
but you still have to be able to take some time in your own feelings. And if your partner is having a tough time, you still have to be able to lead without becoming too invested, without taking it on, without making it about you, without getting defensive. It's a lot. It's a lot. And when we love somebody, it's hard to see through that because we love them. We want their life to be great. We don't want the people we love to hurt. But what we do when we do that is we hurt ourselves. And we don't feel good about ourselves then. And we don't feel confident about ourselves. We don't feel confident in our actions. We start to see more of the negative side of the world because everything feels overwhelmingly big and everything feels heavy and hard. When we can get in front of our feelings and we can stop making it about us and we can just check in and fully listen to the other person, we genuinely get curious and we ask questions. We say, that doesn't quite make sense in my brain. I wonder why they felt that way. And we just ask. Why? Why did you feel that way in that moment? That's not how I would have reacted. So now I'm curious. I really want to know how you got there. We tend to ask those questions that people have never been asked before. And it gets them thinking. Sometimes it makes them nervous. And sometimes people blow up on you because they're uncomfortable. And again, when we don't take it on and we know they're going to go process and probably come back and apologize and tell us what happened. If you trust yourself to say what you feel in the moment, if it is kind, if it is genuine, if it is something that builds, as long as it is something that builds and you feel it, you're doing the other person a disservice and yourself if you do not say it. You might be what jumpstarts their journey. You may kick them into the next stage where they want to be because nobody wants to be stuck. Nobody wants to be stagnant. We want to be pushed, but we want to be pushed gently, right? We don't want somebody just throwing us out of an airplane day one. We want information. We want to know what we need to do. How do we stay safe? what we want all of that information so we feel secure in jumping right <clears throat> let me clear my throat so it's not that easy <laughs> obviously if it was that easy we'd just all be doing it right but if you're hearing this and you're like this makes a lot of sense. Check out this book. Check out my books. Message me anything. If you understand this, I've been there. I get it. And you are not alone. This may be the first time you've ever heard the word codependent. And it might be blowing your mind, just like it blew mine when I got this book. I want to talk to you about main character energy. When you watch a movie, do you relate to the main character, the side characters? Do you relate to the extras? 
Are you not even in the movie? Where are you at in your movie? Let's take a drink, hold it for just a minute, and, uh, well, not a minute, <laughs> three seconds, and think about it. Where are you at in your movie? Are you the main character of your movie? Would you watch your movie? Would you rewatch it? Do you feel like it's a masterpiece? Do you feel like you've been an extra for X amount of years? Do you feel checked out? Are you the director? Where are you at in your movie? Think about one person you know, that you know well. You don't know everything about their lives. No matter what you do know, you do not know everything. Just like nobody knows your everything. That's because you are the main character. Whether you have been living that way or not, you are the main character of your movie. So if you felt really checked out for a while, or if your roller coaster emotions have been getting the best of you and causing you to feel like you're not even in, in your lead character role, if you are just feeling burnt out and like, you're not even actually watching the movie. You're not anywhere near it. How do we change that? What do you need to become the main character? To bring that energy that lights your film on fire. That makes it to where you want to watch it over and over and over again where you want to cry, you want to feel the defeated moments with that main character, and you want to see them rise, you want to see them do well, you want to see them excel and live beyond their wildest dreams. What do you need to get there? It's a great journal prompt. Let's take a drink. I highly suggest journaling about your main character energy. When you see your movie, when you feel your movie, when you close your eyes and you let your movie play, what makes you angry? What makes you sad? What are your favorite parts about it? What are the really special moments that you definitely don't wanna leave out, that make you feel so good in those moments. What is the hardest part or the hardest parts if you have a few? If someone else watched it, do you think that they would relate? 
Do you think that they would understand? Do you think they would empathize with you, sympathize with you? It's pretty crazy when you start to think about it in terms of a movie. Why have we been letting other people and outside sources, that voice in our head that sometimes isn't even coming from a place of reason, it's it's our everybody that I talked about in the last video that runs us and they don't even really matter. Why do we let these things take away from our main character energy, from our movie, from making our life great? When you're a person that you thought about, that you think you know the most about, when they go home, when they leave you, they have a whole life without you. Things happen to them the way that things happen to you. That happens to everyone because we are in a series of separate movies. We all see it differently. We all feel it differently. We are all moving through different experiences, scenarios. It doesn't matter. We are so the same yet so different. And we couldn't possibly know everything because we are not them. We are our own main character, as are they. If we start treating everyone like main character energy, think about how cool that is, how confident that is. Think about how fun it would feel for you and your best friend to feel like Jennifer Aniston and, you know, um, I'm blanking on names. I want to say Rachel and Monica, <laughs> uh, Courtney Cox, or your, you know, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon when they were best friends and you're just owning the world. Imagine walking around with that kind of energy. How does your life change? What shifts? What do you enjoy more? What would feel different? Do you think that Jennifer Aniston would go around wondering if somebody would like her or if, oh my gosh, can you even imagine Jennifer Aniston as a, like, just an extra? I can't. She's been a main character energy since the moment she came into my life. Treat yourself like Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> Love yourself like you are the most fabulous movie star that ever lived. Everything starts to change when we make our feelings about us and we realize that anything that someone says to us is a reflection of how they feel about themselves. It has nothing to do with us most of the time. Unless you did something that you knew and you knew you shouldn't have said that or done that, that's different. If you're doing things out of kindness, out of genuine curiosity, if something there doesn't vibe, it's just not for you most likely. 
or it's meant to have a little friction so that you can both grow together. We aren't here to hold each other's hands and keep each other safe all of the time. Sometimes we're here to say, hey, it's dark and it's scary. I don't know what's up here, but whatever it is, we're going through this together, let's roll. And sometimes we're here to say, hey, I've already been there. It's okay, just go. I'm here if you need me, just holler. <laughs> but you probably won't, just go. Fly, see where it takes you. The less we take on feelings and our emotions defensively or just listening to basically respond, the more we drop those things and the more we start saying, hmm, this person just told me that I never listened to them. Maybe there's some truth to that. I just would genuinely like to know why they feel that way. So instead of getting angry and saying, that's not true, I always listen. You do this and you do this and you do this. And then they come back. Instead of doing that, when we say, you never listen. And instead of responding, we take a breath. If you need a minute, you can straight up say, Please give me a minute to process that and I'll come back and I'm going to ask you some questions. I would love to have a conversation with you. I just need a few minutes to process. That's it. Or if somebody says something to you, you can say, I didn't receive that well. Can you say it to me in another way? Once you start to sort through those feelings and you start to take away the anger and the hurt and the guilt and all of these negative feelings, we can get to what it really is about. We can say, hmm, I don't really feel that that is true. And so I would love more information because I, I don't want to make you feel that way. Let's talk about it. Can you give me an example of when you didn't feel I was listening? If they can't, you can say, can you please pay attention? And the next time you feel it, point it out to me immediately so that we can deal with it. I'm, I'm sorry I make you feel that way. I would love to work with you on this. That place of love and understanding, but not taking it on and not taking it personally, allows us to actually hear the other person. And most of the time, that's just their own traumas, their own triggers that are being brought out in them. So even though we didn't have this ill intention, it still hits them wrong because they already have a lifetime of knowing what this brings. This might not bring the same thing, but they've been conditioned to believe it will. Now it feels unsafe and they don't know how to voice that either. Using your words is hard. It just is. Some of us are better than others, but that doesn't mean that we still don't struggle in different moments of our lives. That is why it is so important for us to understand and to not take it personally and to not take it on ourselves because then we can be what other people really need. Somebody who actually cares, somebody who actually wants to ask them the hard questions so they can ask themselves. Someone who can heal and start to move forward and start to let it go and start to use it to help people who understand what they went through. 
Each of us has our own unique passion, our purpose, our drive. But we can't get there when all of our ego and all of our people in our head and all of these experiences and the trauma and the triggers are holding us back. So the more we can hear each other on a honest level, and we don't have to be afraid of what we're saying because we know we're in a safe space. We know this person will work with us. And we know that this person knows we may just be spinning, but they're not taking it on. Only then are we able to help not only just them, but ourselves. And if you're a healer, that's hard, but you can't actually heal if you're taking it on. You can't, it is the green mile, it is. The only way you can heal is if you protect yourself because you're not here to take it on. You're here to just gently guide, to be there, to be a soft, understanding, safe space where they can be unapologetically themselves when their trauma mode is engaged. That's the only way we can start to heal and help and make a difference. And if you're a healer and you think that taking on all of their pain is the only way, you're hurting. You're hurting them, you're hurting yourself, and you're holding up the whole journey. It is not helping. You will feel a million times lighter when you truly start to learn to do this and you truly start to use it. Guys, that's all I have for you today. We're going to start dropping a lot more of these. And if you don't do anything at all, but share this video, that could be life-changing for us. <laughs> Sharing the video is how we reach the people that need it. And the responses I have had have truly been life or death. The way that people's lives are changing seeing these, I can no longer do this in a small way ever again. This is, this is why I'm here. This is why life never took me out. Just sharing, just click of a button. <laughs> let's go ahead and let's just close our eyes for one minute. Take one more sip of water before you do. Just gonna do a nice little easy breathing exercise. Remember we're breathing from the belly, shoulders relaxed away from the ears. We're gonna take a breath in through the nose and out through the nose. Just keep breathing. Let all your stress melt away. You are your own main character. What do you want your character to look like? From this point on, you can be literally anyone you want, anyone. 
because it's your movie. You are the main character. Breathe that character into life. It's yours. This life is yours. One more breath. And out. Let your eyes slowly open. Shake it out. Grab your water. One more drink. Thank you so much, everybody. Episode two of Realizations. Please like, share, subscribe, all of those fun things. And if you know someone that could use this, could use some of my energy, send them my way. I love you guys. I appreciate you all so much. Stay vibey, friends.